0: THK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines, a communication specialist challenges testimony from an expert witness in the trial of national security suspect Tong Ying Kit. A district court judge says he'll impose a heavier sentence on a man who directed beatings at the Yuen Long MTR station in 2019. And the Hong Kong Book Fair finally opened, but numbers are down and censorship concerns are having an impact on the books on offer. A Chinese university professor has challenged the testimony presented at the trial of national security suspect Tong Ying Kit, saying the prosecution's expert witness failed to see that the slogan, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times, could have different meanings. Priscilla Ng reports.
1: 24-year-old Tong ying kid is charged with inciting secession and terrorism for allegedly driving his motorcycle into police officers in Wan Chai on July 1st last year while flying a flag that read, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times. Last week, history professor Lao Chi Pang from Lingnan University testified as an expert witness for the prosecution and told the court that the protest slogan meant overthrowing the regime. But on day 13 of the trial, professor Francis Lee from the Chinese University's School of Journalism and Communication Studies challenged Lao's account, saying it had not been tested and wasn't backed up by evidence. Professor Lee disputed the idea that the slogan had only one meaning, to separate Hong Kong from the People's Republic of China, and that everyone understood that meaning. He said the word revolution in Chinese didn't necessarily mean overthrowing the regime because it could also mean big change and said Professor Lau's interpretation was too rigid and didn't give enough weight to the use of rhetoric in language.
0: A district court judge said he plans to impose a heavier sentence on a man who directed people to launch mob attacks at the Yuen Long MTR station on July 21st in 2019. Seven defendants have now finished their mitigation and sentences will be handed down next Thursday. Francis Hitt reports.
1: The district court convicted five of the defendants of wounding and rioting last month, while two others earlier pleaded guilty. On the second day of mitigation, Judge Eddie Ip said he's going to hand down a heavier sentence to defendant Tang wai Wai-sum, because he was seen pointing with his hand and directing white-shirted men to attack people at the station on the night in question. The judge also said he won't accept explanation from another defendant, Tang Yingban, who said he brought a stick to the station to protect himself as he headed to the scene so that he could understand the situation. Seeing this explanation went against common sense, the judge questioned why he would take a stick to defend himself when he didn't know the full situation.
0: After a year-long delay because of the pandemic, the Hong Kong Book Fair has finally opened. Only a few dozen people were seen queuing outside the Hong Kong Convention and Exhibition Centre at 8am, two hours ahead of the opening. Visitor numbers are restricted because of the pandemic and people have to use the Leave Home Safe app or write down their personal details before entering. The organiser of the seven-day event is giving out 35,000 free tickets to visitors who had at least one shot of a COVID-19 vaccine. Secondary school graduate Aldrin Cheung says he's happy to be there again. I think the Hong Kong government have done a very good job of controlling the situation.
1: And just having this kind of book fair is such a a signifier of success because we are able to roam around freely
0: without being concerned about the virus. A local publisher, Jimmy Pang from Subculture, says exhibitors are withholding some titles to avoid trouble. He says booksellers aren't, certain, aren't sure where the bottom line is are under the national security law, so they'd rather not sell titles that could be considered sensitive. Mr Pang said he expected business to drop about 20% because there would be no mainland visitors and people had less purchasing power because of the economic downturn. This attendee said she noticed there were fewer books on politics.
1: I have seen the amount of political books. The number has limited, and most of them is about the Chinese government or showing how wonderful they have done.
0: Publisher Raymond Young from Hillway Culture says they've done a lot more preparation work this year because they had to check with authors to make sure their books comply with the law
1: there are different opinions in society some people may feel that oh these authors they are participants of social movements so the content of this book may have problems or must have problems but this is what we have to experience like all the other industries in Hong Kong they may face challenges or any kind of campaigns to them from the public and as a publisher we have to bear this consequence as well but what I want to say is as long as we do
0: have the freedom of press in Hong Kong, we have to try to exercise it, no matter what. And if we are confident that our books are legal, so uh, why not? A former student representative at the University of Hong Kong's Governing Council has questioned how the school can unilaterally decide not to recognise the student union. Timmy Sung reports.
1: Lei Zixing says the University of Hong Kong ordinance
0: states that a number of panel members, such as the Senate, and the disciplinary committee must be made up of students put forward by the Student Unions Council. He told a RTHK program that the university's decision could lead to what he called a constitutional crisis that could also affect the welfare of students. HKU took action yesterday, hours after the chief executive Carrie Lam urged the university to follow up on student leaders. They had earlier passed a motion that expressed sadness... At the suicide of a man who stabbed a policeman on July the first, DAB lawmaker Horace Cheng, who is a member of the university's court, called the students' action outrageous and said to restore the union's status, students should demonstrate they were rational and had moral values. Executive Councillor and barrister Ronnie Tong says he believes the university was probably trying to protect itself by ending its recognition of the student union because the motion may have violated the national security law. He said even though the student union had withdrawn the motion, it wasn't the end of the matter. The fact that you have withdrawn something or you openly apologise uh, may be mitigating factors that you say to the judge that, uh, you know, you should not be uh, sentenced too harshly, But if you have committed a criminal act, you have committed a criminal act. And uh, nothing thereafter uh, can be done to reverse that. The Consumer Council says some high-calcium milk samples it tested contained half as much calcium as other brands. The watchdog said 13 out of the 40 milk products it tested were rich in calcium, but the levels varied, ranging from 120 to 240 milligrams per 100 millilitres. The Council's Loi Wing Chong added that low-fat and reduced-fat milk could be quite different in their fat content and called on customers to check nutrition labels carefully.
1: The average fat content of the low-fat milk beverage samples was 1.1 gram, while that of uh, reduced-fat uh, milk beverage samples was 2.1 gram. Although reduced-fat and low-fat similarly differ by only one word, the total fat content of the reduced-fat samples was around one higher than that of low-fat milk beverages. Consumers pay heat when purchasing such beverages.
0: The government says it's working on a health code which will share people's data with Macau and Guangdong authorities, but it stressed the code will only be used for border crossings. IT Minister Alfred Sitt says the code will become widely used once the three places ease COVID travel restrictions. He told lawmakers that personal data such as name, travel document number and COVID testing records will be stored on the local health code and the information will be sent to Macau, the Macau and Guangdong governments. The United States says it's not yet ready to announce new policies on Hong Kong, despite reports that it was about to warn American businesses here of risks from what it says is a decline in the rule of law. Beijing has set out at U.S. suggestions that rights are under threat from the national security law and accused Washington of interfering in, Hong- in China's internal affairs. Reports say the new advice to businesses could be issued as soon as Friday. Ned Price is the spokesman for the U.S. State Department. We know that a healthy business community relies on the rule of law, which the national security law that applies to Hong Kong continues to undermine. As a general matter, we seek to ensure that businesses can operate in a stable, predictable, fair, regulatory environments around the world. And rule of law risks that were formerly limited to mainland China are now increasingly a concern in Hong Kong. That's a great concern to us. It is a great concern uh, to the American business community. It's a great concern uh, to the international business community. China has denounced an appeal by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen for a U.S.-European unified front against Chinese unfair economic practices and human rights abuses. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian said China strongly deplored and rejected the remarks and firmly supported the multilateral trading system under the World Trade Organization. Mainland state media say rescue efforts have ended at the site of a budget hotel that collapsed in Jiangsu province with the final death toll standing at 17. Nine more people were confirmed dead today. Six others rescued earlier from the rubble of the C G Kaiwan Hotel were in a stable condition. A number of people linked to the hotel in the city of Suzhou have been detained while the cause of the collapse is being investigated. Overseas and President Biden has warned that American democracy is facing its most significant threat since the Civil War as Republican-controlled states tighten rules on voting. In an impassioned speech, Mr. Biden described the changes introduced since he defeated Donald Trump as an assault on liberty which would deny the will of the people.
1: There's an unfolding assault taking place in America today an attempt to suppress and subvert the right to vote fair and free elections, an assault on democracy, an assault on liberty, an assault on who we are. For make no mistake, bullies and merchants of fear, peddlers of lies, are threatening the very foundation of our country.
0: The Republican National Committee has insisted the party is trying to make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Finance now, and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,797, 172 points down on the previous close. Don't have a at $79 billion. Currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 110.47 yen, the euro is 1 U.S. dollar and 17 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 73 cents. Sport and the 20-time Grand Slam tennis champion Roger Federer has pulled out of the Tokyo Olympics because of a knee injury. The Swiss won doubles gold in Beijing 2008 with Stan Wawrinka and a silver in the singles in 2012, finishing second to Andy Murray in London. Federer had two knee surgeries in 2020. He's now ranked ninth in the world. More from the BBC's Russell Fuller. He's had to say that, unfortunately, he suffered a setback with his knee, which will cause a lot of concern amongst his many supporters, given that he had two operations on that knee last year and has therefore accepted that he must withdraw from the Tokyo Olympics. He talks of his great disappointment. He says it's been an honour and a highlight of his career each time he's represented Switzerland. The more positive... Part of the statement is the conclusion. He says, I've already begun rehabilitation in the hopes of returning to the tour later this summer, which suggests he still hopes to play in the U.S. Open, which begins at Flushing Meadows in New York at the end of August. In athletics, the reigning Olympic champion Elaine thompson Herra of Jamaica was amongst the winners at the Gateshead Diamond League meeting, the final stop of the elite track and field tour before the Olympics begin in nine days. The BBC's Katie Smith rounds up the action.
1: Thompson Harrod took the win in the 200 metres, which should have also featured reigning world champion Dina Asher-Smith. But the British favourite had already withdrawn ahead of the event with a tight hamstring. The Jamaican, though, is looking to defend both her 100 and 200 metres Olympic crowns in the Japanese capital. Meanwhile, the fastest man in the world this year, Trayvon Bromel from the USA, took victory in the men's 100. He was the only man to go under 10 seconds, posting a winning time of 9.98.
0: Austria's Patrick Conrad recorded his professional win by taking stage 16 of cycling's Tour de France, while Slovenia's Tadej Pogacor remains in the race leader's yellow jersey. The BBC's Matt Warwick has more. The slippery, rain-swept roads and tough climbs of the Pyrenees on stage 16 set the stage for absolutely nothing to happen in the general classification battle. Pogacar's UAE team protected him better than they have all race, not that the 22-year-old seemed to need it, following every small move his rivals made himself. So, Conrad's first-ever Grand Tour stage win aside, the fireworks never came, but they surely will as the mountains get higher and harder on Stage 17's grind up the famous Col de paris England's cricketers have completed a 3-0 series whitewash over Pakistan, taking the final one-day international by three wickets in Birmingham. James Vince led the way by hitting his first international century as England chased down 332. The hosts overcame a sensational 158 by Pakistan captain Baba Azam. Playing on an England side, missing a number of key players due to COVID protocols, Vince scored 102 from 95 balls.
1: From a one-day point of view, I've been sort of in and out of the side. I've played a few games sort of spread out over a few years. So, um, yeah, obviously interesting circumstances to get this opportunity, but, um, yeah, it's, you know, almost relieved but just happy to be able to get there in the end.
0: And to end the news, the top stories once again. A communication specialist challenges testimony from an expert witness in the trial of national security suspect Tong Ying Kit. And the Hong Kong Book Fair finally opens, but numbers are down and censorship concerns are having an impact on the books on offer. And a quick look at the weather. It'll be mainly fine apart from isolated showers and one or two thunderstorms. It'll be very hot this afternoon. There'll be light winds and the outlook's still very hot tomorrow and a few showers on Friday and during the weekend. And please remember the very hot weather warning remains in effect. Currently 32 degrees Celsius, humidity 73%. The news from RTHK.